Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneur's podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. My mouth is always ready. Always. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I feel kind of fake saying hi to you now because I, I know. just said hi to you like two hours ago. We got to have that. a nice little lunch together. Yeah. Planner thank you. Perks. Props to uh, Margot and Paige at Purple Onion for Lovely our ladies. fabulous planner's luncheon. It was delicious. Filling us full of wine and food. And truffles. Well, only two truffles. I'm sad that they got <gasps> I rid was of leaving of and I saw yeah. that there were like two little dishes of truffles that people didn't eat. And I was mm-hmm. like, I should like take Yo, these for Adrian, Rachel. pastry chef at uh, Purple Onion, hit me up. Adrian from Spain. Adrian from Spain. You have a new fan in Rachel Rice. Um, just come to me with truffles, please. That's Only truffles. I, I also would like that. We had this really good dessert too. It was like ricotta, almond flavored ricotta with Ooh, ginger mascarpone. snaps. It was like mas- Is that what mascarpone. It was? Yeah. yeah it mascarpone. Was... I say like I'm sorry. Giada de Laurentiis. Damn Giada. What Your head's not as big. Say? She says mascarpone and she says. Um, Mozzarella is like, she's like mm, any yeah. cheese. Ricotta. Yeah. She says ricotta. Yeah. And mascarpone. And I'm just like... And then everything else is like super American. so large. Her boobs are great though. Mm, she's got oh, a killer body. No, she's got a great body. Who was, yeah. she, was she dating somebody famous? I think she secretly was like messing around with Bobby Flay and that's why she got divorced. Mm, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Somebody doesn't like her because of that. Maybe Cece. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, um, welcome. Welcome. Welcome everyone um, to this fabulous special edition of... Effed up successes. That's our podcast. That's our podcast. That's what you're listening. To. <laughs> it's been so long. I'm like, what are we doing here? Mm. Um, we are. Uh, we're here in the studio. It feels like it's been an eternity. It, it kind of has, though. It has been an eternity. Yeah. So it's really great to get back into things. Apologies in advance. I'm um, just at the tail end of this weird cold slash maybe walking plague. pneumonia yeah. plague. I don't know what it is. It could have been. It could. It probably is the plague. So I'm sorry for bringing it back. But you know what? Crop tops are back. If anybody could do it, it's you. Like, body jewelry is back. Body jewelry? What do you 90s, mean? 90s hair is back. Like, so are you talking about, like, the belly chain? I'm bringing the fucking plank <laughs> back. You're welcome, America. The plank. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, Lenny, today mm. we have um, a really fun topic, which I have a love-hate relationship with. Tell me all about it, Rachel. So, today we're going to be talking about marketing and social media presence. The mm-hmm. Now, I will say I love marketing. Mm-hmm. I think marketing is, like, one of my strong suits. Marketing, sure. sales, I love it. Social media presence, I could take it or leave it. That's what I was booing at. Because it's yeah. gross. Um, but, but it's necessary it's a necessary evil um as quoted by our guest today we have a guest today we have a really super (gasps) special guest sorry i didn't tell you about her but she's sitting right across from you oh oh, wow i know and her name is kerr to bed of kerr to photography welcome kerr Yay. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming. Of course. Look at how, like, chic and beautiful you are. Oh. I love. Well, lovely. All the people at home can imagine me in something chic we're and gonna, beautiful. We're just going to describe her. She looks like a supermodel. It's fine. You guys can all use your imagination. That's true. But don't get weird with it, okay? Just use your imagination in a good way. Um, Kurt, welcome. I think that you need no introduction, but... You're going to give me one. For, yeah, for the, for the like, three people in the world who live in a cabin in the woods who Hello. just listen to our podcast. Jokes. Um, would love to hear a little bit more about you. I want to know where you're from, um, how long you've been in business, what you do for your business, what you do in life. Tell me all about your hobbies and your cats and your husband and all of the fabulous things. Sure, sure, Fill sure. sure. I mean, short of being um, chic podcast guest. Um, I am Kerr, confirm that is my name. I am a wedding photographer that is in the DC area, but I do travel a little bit for weddings. Um, I only do a lot for weddings. I travel a handful. Where's your next, next destination? Um, I will be going to Charleston. Ooh. Yeah. Chic, chic, chic. And then Austria for a wedding, which I'm super stoked about. Yeah. Love it. Should be great. Um, and let's see, I've been in the wedding industry for a while now, so I definitely specialize in one thing. I think it's hard to, already jumping in, uh, build a brand if you like diversify too much. Sure. Um, so, yep, love weddings, love weddings uh, using film. And I do have a husband. His name is Ben. Um, and his ben. last name is Tubin. So hence, like, my cheesy Ben photography. Um, I have two cats. Their names are Tuna and Lobo. Shout out to my homies. <laughs> Kitty. Um, yeah. And then beyond that, like, I love sarcasm. I love Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I had Jimmy John's for lunch, so I'm super jealous of your, like, bougie truffle lunch. Our fancy lunch. (laughs) Ladies. I mean, I will say I had a meatball sub for dinner last night. I just sat and, like, read a book. Stop. I was just like... I literally drove by the meatball place in Leesburg. I'm not going to say it until you sponsor us. That's right. Sponsor us. And I was like, man, I want that for dinner. (laughs) Yeah. I had a meatball sub last night, and I was like, this is the best meal I've ever had. Sandwich fam. No free shoutouts. What did you eat? What's the sandwich of your choice? Oh, Beach Club. I've never been to Jimmy John's. What's what's the Beach Club? It's avocado, turkey. Mm. Doesn't Mm. this just sound like so good? Yeah. It does sound really good. I don't like turkey. What? I like turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I like the principle of eating them because turkeys are assholes, but I don't like turkey deli meat. Little turkey babies have are so cute. Have you met a turkey? I have. Have you met a turkey in person? Yes. And you had a good experience? I mean, I, I haven't like, gonna, like <laughs> shook its little wing, but yeah. No, I've, of course not, because they attack you. They're oh, vicious. I Turkeys have are any vicious. Problems. Well, I enjoy them. eating them from principle-based only. Okay. And then once a year for Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving I like leftovers are the best thing Legit turkey. <laughs> I have a, a hard time with like deli meat. Because mm. it's like so processed. Some sort of Freudian. Give me all the processed. No, <laughs> hey, I like processed everything. It's just that, like we're American, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. What is not processed here? That's right. Nothing. Yeah. Everything. That sounds exciting. Well, welcome, Kerr. Welcome. Thank you for coming on board. Um, I would love to. I'm so glad that you're here to talk about this because, again, this is something that I I hate. I hate social media. What's funny is I think before I don't know if you guys feel this way but before I had a business social media was fun and invigorating and I loved posting things that I loved and like you know it's just it was enjoyable and now it's like a job right like it's it's this thing and it's part of a huge part of I think your brand which is what you kind of touched on a little bit um and I think that you've basically done such a spectacular job of creating your brand and making a name for yourself so um if you could, this is the, like a very vast, broad question um, to kind of break it down a little bit, but what do you think was kind of key in in the way that you developed your brand so well over the years? Because it's such a specific, I mean, somebody knows Kerr, Tubin Photography, and they know your name, they know your brand, they know your Instagram, they know your website, they know you. So what is it that you think kind of set you apart and made you grow so rapidly into this like really spectacular culmination of who you are today? You're so cute and there's so much to unpack there um it's a really big question it's the biggest question take your time just let me do we have an hour right (laughs) (laughs) so what makes me like unique or what helped me build my brand well first of all I want to return to your initial statement about like hating social media and Mm -hmm. how it used to be fun so I think everyone should bring that back no one likes scheduling Instagram posts and thinking about how many likes it's going to get or like is this going to attract the right client or what does this say about me or my brand I think we're all putting way too much energy and effort and anxiety around our online personas. And if you look at the generation below us, some of them don't even have Instagram or like they're all on Snapchat because that Uh stuff deletes. Uh And like if they do have an Instagram, it's well curated 10 images totally. Like my sister who's 18 is like, oh my God, you're on Instagram. Like it's basically how... Instagram's old now? Is it like the new MySpace? (laughs) Yeah. It's like how when parents started getting on Facebook, people were like, ew. And then like Instagram was born and like Visco and all those different things. So you always have to consider like what your ideal market is and where those people are hanging out. So for me, I'm not shooting a lot of like 18-year-old weddings, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not Mm -hmm. totally Mm -hmm. worried about where they're finding their photography needs sure. at the moment. Eventually, that's going to be a huge issue in like the yeah. next 10 years. Of... You got to get on that Snapchat. Oh, yeah. You got to start setting the nudes, Kerr. Got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Hire me. Hey. I, I don't understand. I mean, I remember when I just got a new phone and the the guy, of course, that was like at the Verizon store was like, um, he was like, well, I got to transfer all your stuff because I don't back up anything because I don't trust Steve Jobs and Apple. So like fiercely against it. He said that? No, I you said did. that. Okay. And he was like, well, you haven't backed up your phone in two years, so it's going to take a few hours. So you've got to leave it here. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do without my phone? And he was like, um, He's like, no, like, uh, we'll, like, let you know when it's done. Just come back in a couple hours. And he was like, do you need to do anything, though, before you leave it? Like, do you need to, like, maintain any snap streaks, anything else? And I was like, what world are we in? Snap streaks. Yeah, snap streaks. Like, like you have, I guess you post every day and you get, like, a, I don't, I don't get it. I'm so old. I'm 90 years old, guys. Sure. Just wrap a shawl around me. Put me in a rocking chair by the window. What is computer? I literally, earlier today, I was like, is that how you do the link? Oh, is that a link? God. Control, alt, help me. Scary, (laughs) scary, scary. Um, 
I think that's interesting that you said that though, because I do think that there's a new generation and it's, it's fascinating, but also terrifying to me to see the progression of technology and social media and how it kind of grows. Do you guys remember when Vero came out for like mm-hmm. a hot second? Yes. yes. And I was like, cool, all right, I can get down on this. And then it disappeared overnight. Just yeah, because it was like farming all our information <laughs> and like built by this like evil dude. Uh, <laughs> Is that true? Cough, yes. cough, Steve Jobs, cough, cough. Awesome. I mean, it's not any worse than Amazon knowing right. all, everything about you. Yeah. Like, Amazon knows all my deepest, darkest secrets. Although they suggest, they suggest some things to me, and I'm like, that's weird. A swing and a miss. Right? <laughs> Cat yes, toys, definitely. not nice so try. much. <laughs> so, so you said that you, you, okay, so you were very successful at Instagram. Okay, so what I would recommend to But everyone, you hate it, but you hate it still. I, in general, if you attach anxiety to anything, or if you attach, like, I have to do this, therefore I will be successful to anything, you're not going to enjoy it. Oh, I enjoy it you, because I set, like, very specific boundaries for myself, mm. um, so I really like to, quote unquote, be present. I know that's, like, a super buzzy word, but um, in general, I'm not allowed to scroll like I'm not allowed to take my thumb and like actually Smart. <laughs> go up and down my phone because it I used to attach feelings of like like competitiveness mm-hmm. or anxiety or mm-hmm. like oh why didn't I book that wedding or mm-hmm. my friends doing this really cool shoot like I couldn't be genuinely excited for them um, and then when I met people in real life or like face to face I didn't have anything to talk to them about because I knew exactly what they were doing at every single moment sure. of their life. Like, I don't need to ask you about your trip to California because I saw your 27 Instagram right. posts right. about you drinking coffee at yeah. the beach, right? Yeah. Um, so setting yourself, like, boundaries of what's going to make you happy, and those are some, like, really authentic questions to, like, ask yourself. So for me, you don't have to use Instagram. That is how I book a lot of my clients, <laughs> and that is what I do because I find it fun. Like I worked yeah. in an art gallery and I thought that like curating mm. pictures that go next to each other. About that that yeah, about you. Interesting. College, that yeah. makes sense. Shout out to the Nasher. Um, <laughs> but so I thought that that's cool and that's like a cool grid way. I enjoy it and I think it's cool to figure out like, oh, this picture of an up close feet would go really nice next to this bouquet and I don't want to do too many flowers on one week because then they'll all blend together and then I think very intentionally about like the colors that I use. Um, and that attracts a certain type of clientele. But for me, it's fun. It's like a game. Um, mm. And I also think marketing is fun. And I mm-hmm. think getting money is fun. But if you don't <laughs> like that stuff, if you're super... If you don't like money. If you don't like money, then turn this podcast mm-hmm. on. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like Pinterest or you're a blogger and you really love to write, like use that. Use your strengths. And there is sure. a social media platform for you or there is a marketing platform for you. It doesn't have to be Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm super visual and I can't spell worth a damn. So <laughs> that's my medium love that, that I about work you. on. But I know a lot of photographers book most of their stuff on Pinterest, right. which yeah. blows my Well, that's mind. funny that you mentioned that because... I literally just started um, a new Pinterest for Bohemia last night. Oh. Because, like, I mean, like you said, I mean, Instagram is becoming kind of a way of the past. And, like, what, you know, obviously marketing will never die and and it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. So do you think that Pinterest is kind of the next visual place to go? I mean, it's been around forever. Yeah. So yes and no. Um, It really depends on your business, right? Right. So a lot of photographers do book from it because Mm – brides or grooms will go down that rabbit hole like oh I'm pinning a bunch of this it seems like this photographer did this did like a bunch of these pictures and then they have to go seek it out a lot of bloggers have had crazy success with Pinterest a lot of people that cook any kind of recipe right Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know how much success venues have on there Um, so it really and there's a whole formula to Pinterest like a ratio you're supposed to have of repinning other people's things as well yeah ladies I know it's a whole thing but if you're interested in it you should just deep dive I would suggest investing really heavily in one social media platform mm, yeah whether that be facebook i know girls that book crazy oh, yeah. boudoir sessions just from facebook oh, yeah. they're not even on the gram they just yeah. have these communities where mm-hmm. they sell 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 to like this one niche group of women yeah. and they you know yeah don't. i had this conversation the other day with krista about that we were like we need to start a facebook group because i i enjoy facebook the most engaging with people because I feel like I'm I'm much more of a like like a language person. I like having the conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And it's harder on Instagram. On Facebook, it you is. can sit down on a computer. You can have a full-blown conversation with somebody. It's a little bit more in-depth than Instagram. You can't have paragraphs of conversation there. You can't have really like meaningful conversations. Unless it's in messages, but then it's a one-on-one. I love the appeal of Facebook, but I'm also struggling with the fact that I'm trying to like – 
be my age and not a 95 year old woman. <laughs> and so I'm just like, what do I do? Do I post photos of my dog on Facebook or do I do, like start with the next new social media thing? Right. So I think that's tough. To, like, well, I think too, I think, Kerr, when did you start your business? Um, let's see. Oh my gosh. 2015. Okay. So we're kind of all in that same Mm -hmm. like five year span. I feel like for most of us, like Facebook initially was like the thing. Right. And then I moved on to, to Instagram or to everything else. But I think Mm -hmm. there was so much pressure to be able to do all of it and to do all of it Mm -hmm. well. So I think Mm -hmm. it's really refreshing to hear that like, it's okay to scale back and to find that balance. Well, how do you feel about people outsourcing their social media stuff? I mean, it totally depends, right? Um, For me, I love it, so I don't want to outsource it. Mm -hmm. But the things I dislike, like actually writing the blog post, not Mm -hmm. my fave. Mm -hmm. Um, Other things in my life, like actual life stuff, like cleaning my home or I outsource anything that I dislike. So whatever you don't like, outsource it. But you also, it really, this is crazy to say, but all businesses come down to numbers. Yeah. So you really have to look to see like where you're booking things, where those inquiries are coming from. Is it face-to-face time? Is it venues? Is it word of mouth? Is it past clients? Is sure. it Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, friggin' Reddit, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then double down on that specific you're right, thing. Sure. Right, right, right. It's better to be full on in one thing than have your fingers in like 10 different things and only do them half well. Agree. I agree with that. I think that my, my at least my ticket to success has been basically like figuring out what I'm the best at and mm-hmm. really focusing on that. And then like, just like you said, outsourcing the stuff that I'm not as good at or things that I don't love. And then basically, I, I still, because I'm a control freak, have to have my hands on everything. But like, whenever we have a new intern, I'm like, great, you're taking over social media. Like, you set up the photos because having that objective opinion, I think, helps. Because I'm emotionally attached to a lot of my couples. And so like, I'll, I would, if it was up to me, I would just post like all my couples' faces over and over and over again. And people are like, yeah, I don't get that as much. So I think that... um there is definitely something to that in, in terms of outsourcing what you're not good at and what you just don't plain like doing because we've kind of talked about this before. When you don't like doing something, you're not putting your whole heart into it right. and you're not doing that good of a job at right. it. So, if you so can, why do it? Yeah, give yep. somebody else that task. I mean, I think it's even if you don't have a team because not everybody has a team and that's okay, but um, if you don't have a team or if you're new and you can't afford you know, to have somebody, get one of your creative friends to look at your you know, your planally or your later and say like, I like the way that this looks right. because feedback you, is free. Feedback, yeah. feedback is free. And having someone that's an outside source that's basically similar to your client, I think is really beneficial mm-hmm. because we all are in the industry. So like me looking at your feed, I'm like, well, I like this, this, and this, but a client is going to think differently. Very true. So that's just my, my yeah. little. No, hundred percent. So Kerr, how, how long do you think that you spend doing your Instagram every week? Do you schedule it out? Great do you cue. do like a little bit every day? So What's I'm your... a weirdo. Um, I yes, don't like to write you. posts or anything and unless I feel inspired. That sounds so terrible. Um, but it's no, true. I, no, I think that's. So if I'm not inspired good. to write, I'm not going to write anything because it's going to be like, <laughs> I swooned over this. Right. We talk about it. Like I'm not bashing, <sighs> but if I see one more quote. I photo and I a do, quote. I do fucking quotes all the time. Listen, Rachel Ray. <laughs> I love quotes. Stop I'm not, I'm I not naming quotes. names. Stop it. <laughs> I literally like half, not half of my Instagram, but like a lot of my Instagram. No, the reason you do quotes. it is because you're friggin' tired but, and you don't feel like creating an authentic. No, I mean, I, I'd rather hear about the wedding, but if you don't have the time, like you're doing a million things. We're sitting here doing a podcast right now. Like it's not like you have heaps of time to sit down and really reflect on the work that you're doing, especially with the load of weddings that you take yeah. on. So for me, I write them when I feel inspired, which is usually in an airport. I'm like hella bored when I'm yeah. traveling. And then when I'm up in the air, I can't do anything else. Yeah. I don't buy the internet and I don't really no, watch do. a ton of movies. I just don't. I have to, I think actually, so my, I get, I swear to God, I get my best work done when I'm on an airplane because I'm forced to sit in front of my computer and I know that my internet is limited. So I'll buy the internet and I'm like racing against the clock to basically get it done before I land. And I get so much done that way. Yeah. But that's also my neuroses. So. No, I like that though. I feel like I would be like that too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so good. amazing. Yeah. And then I feel productive, not like I'm just traveling, but I'm also like working yeah. in flight. And if the internet doesn't work, which is the worst thing on a flight, I'll just like reorganize my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> so like the, if you, if you see me and my, my computer looks very clean and organized, it's because I just flew back from somewhere that didn't sure. have internet. I have flight. like. 
300 folders on my desktop. Yes. Yeah. That's why I said like on, on the plane, I'm like, it, it, yes. no, it, it's anxiety for me <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I need to like get Rachel Rice to take it on her next flight with her. Sure. Give me her laptop. Just, I'll, I'll, <laughs> clean it right out. I'll clean it up for you. Um, yeah, that, and, um, I voice to text in my car a lot too. So I'll be driving and I'll be like, really? I think a lot when I'm driving, um, or I'm listening to podcasts, LOL. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just have that success. Absolutely. You got like, to. Cruise. Um, to so if I feel inspired, I'll be like, oh, I actually like was thinking about like Hannah and Matt the other day and I just want to like voice to text. Oh, don't don't text Matt. and drive guys. I love Hannah and Matt. Um, um, I love them yeah. so much. So that's what I'll do. And I'll usually do it based on like what I'm going to blog that week. So mm-hmm. I don't blog more than twice a week because then it's overload for people. Yeah. And um, so I'll do it around blog posts. And then I'll sometimes like take the pictures that I liked from certain weddings or certain film things that inspired me. And I'll drop them in drafts in yeah. my Instagram. So I don't have any external like plan only or mm. oh. anything like that. I don't well, do that. You don't that's... use scheduling apps. No. I've heard wow. that's actually like frowned upon now, right? Because yes. we were using one for mm-hmm. for that and like like we keep getting kicked off because yep. we're just like hey like you can no longer like post it so when I try to post things I have to literally like save it to my phone and like copy because it's really? against the Instagram yeah. user policies to have something auto- automated go for you yeah oh yeah. interesting because they don't want like bots basically any hack that Which you think of sense. for Instagram they figure it out and they make it harder for you, you to do what, that though, I will say you touched on something about blog posts I will say that at number one, I haven't blocked in a long time, and I need to, and I'm gonna, I'm going to. It, listen, it's wedding but season. Like, why I do need you to. need to? But because I think that I, I, I actually do love writing. Sure. I love writing, but exactly like you said, I haven't just felt inspired to basically like writing about a wedding. To me, is kind of like. If, 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 if it's almost like if somebody has like a regular nine to five shift at a bank, it's like them going home and being like, this is what happened at the bank today. Like for me, it's like a dear diary and it's like, nobody cares about what I have to say about this. So like, that's how I feel about it. But every now and then I get really impassioned about something and I get fired up and I just like sit down and I just like knock out something really quickly. And that number one, I feel better about because it just happens really really naturally, but also I get so much better feedback on it. And I wonder if, cause you know how everyone was like really ideally for a while, you're supposed to post to Instagram like three times a day. What? And then, yeah. Th- for a while they're like three times a day gets you the most like interaction and everything else. And I was like, that's exhausting. Absolutely not. One time a day is like what I'm. That can be hard enough anyway. Sometimes. Oh my God. Yeah. Po- I mean, I, I post once a day. I haven't posted yet today, but usually my schedule is that. Do you put yourself under that same kind of regulation of making sure you post? consistently daily or do you do you kind of back away from it a little bit have you noticed a change in like interaction and anything else like that when you don't so yes I do post once a day um if you're going to do something regularly again you've got to look at the numbers I also apologize for being super geeky about like data and statistics but that's what my husband does no give it to um, me so in order to be successful you really need to see what's driving your business right so for me most people check their Instagrams either when they wake up in the morning the yeah. first thing they do they roll over they check their phone and then when they're on their way to work which which is super dangerous. Don't text and drive. But that's mm-hmm. when people what? check it. Don't Instagram and drive either. Yeah. Don't. People do that. But they do. Um, or like right when they get to work, they'll like sit down and they'll be like, oh, I have to start work. I guess right. I'm going to procrastinate I was about more. to get really defensive and be like, not me, but I don't drive to my office. I walk to right. my dining room. So like it's actually. And you're probably on the gram. Right? I'm on right. the gram. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what though? Actually, I have stopped. I've stopped doing the Instagram in the morning. I mean, I'll check like, I'll get notifications and I'll check those really quickly because if I don't, I'll never respond to people. But my routine now is I wake up, I like turn the music on on my speaker in the hallway and then I like, I make my coffee. I sit in silence for like 15 minutes and drink my coffee and then I start doing the social media shit and the work because if I don't have that moment of peace in the morning I start out very angry and very like just it's a lot of not good energy for me sure I mean everyone's different Lenny what do you do when you wake up oh I'm a notorious like uh, first thing I do is grab my phone basically never one to see what time it is sure um and then if it's a day where I don't have to get thin like up and ready to go like so Billy is a wonderful husband he like will wake up with him and let me sleep for an extra 20 30 minutes it's amazing (laughs) just to have those minutes just by myself so if I'm like really having a rough day then or like the day before was was hard maybe I want to have some me time Mm -hmm. I might like get on to Instagram but typically I'll go downstairs and just spend some family time and then once once Finn's out the door, then I'll I'll jump on and start working for the day. So I consider mm. it more of a, a work thing, whereas before it used to be like, oh, I fucking love Instagram. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm just like, 
this is something that I have to do, yeah. which is, I Boom. hate having that as a mindset. So, yeah. But Kurt, you said you don't scroll. Do no. you give yourself any? So every morning I post at 8.30 a.m. That's okay. just what I do mm-hmm. based on who's following me, mm-hmm. the demographic, the gender, literally everything. The fact that I'm on the East Coast, if you're on the West Coast, you post at a different time. Or if I'm marketing to West Coast, I'll post at a different time. Um, so I do that and then I leave it alone, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're preparing an Instagram post, ladies and gentlemen, um, you have like an interesting caption that is actually super meaningful, 30 hashtags, and you have to t- tag 20 accounts, even if they don't quite apply to you. Like sometimes I literally 20. tag like Time Magazine or like Life. Interesting. Yeah. So even if like you'll click on a wedding, even if they, maybe it's a publication or something like that. Um, so yeah, you, I tag 20 people and the vendors, obviously, if there's a vendor involved, they're tagged in the comments and also in the post. Mm-hmm. Um and then always geotag, even if it's a place you want to work at and you haven't actually worked at yet, LOL. That's so smart. a lot of my flat lays happen at venues I've never been to. Um, yeah. And then um, I just kind of like let it sit and then I'll check it again at lunch. I do allow myself to scroll through um, like live stories because I find that a little oh, yeah. bit, it's still fake, but it's stories. still a little bit more real. Like it's less like glamorous and it's more like people with their kids, which is actually what I enjoy yeah, yeah, seeing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if I do get the urge to scroll, I actually have a private account just for myself that I love. Aww. And those are actually people that I like know and like and follow. And yeah. some of them are wedding professionals, but a lot of them aren't. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what I like to see because when I'm looking at wedding stuff, to me, it starts to sound the same. It starts to look the same. Yes. And then it starts to feel like work. Yep. But if I'm scrolling and I see my like new friend that I just made got a dog, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's yeah. the name? Where are yeah. you taking it? Is yeah. it involved in any like puppy circles? Does it have its own Instagram? I'll follow that. So I try to find joy with it in a personal side and I kind of let my business gram be the work exist in its own little realm. That's right. Because I think all three of us have business and personal Instagram. Yeah. I know I just recently, I had one when I was doing interior design and I, I stopped doing that. So then I, just this year, actually, when I went to Portugal with Krista, I was like, let me use my personal Instagram because also like people don't need to see me like drunk walking through the streets of Portugal with my clients. Although they, they watch my personal stuff anyways, which I'm like, oops. Yeah. But I will say, I agree with that. I like being able to see things outside the industry and having like, having a little bit of fun with Instagram on mm-hmm. the personal side makes it feel kind of like it was in the beginning where it was like yeah. you're on there because you enjoy it and you're being social work. with your friends and your, your you know your sphere of influence and your network and like just kind of hanging out it's more casual I think mm-hmm. yeah it's also so funny because I feel like a lot of us exist in that online world and we're thinking a lot about it or we're like talking a lot about it like we're talking about it now and my husband doesn't have an Instagram and he doesn't he doesn't Less work bad. in the industry so I whenever I'm like oh my gosh this like Jose Villa did this he's uh-huh. like who mm-hmm. like I think that these people are like rock stars, like the paragons of our sure. institution. Yes. And then he's yes. like, who, who dis? I know. You know what's the place? So he was at um, Pippin the other day in, when I was there. And um, I was saying, I was saying the same exact thing to either Krista or CC somebody. Um, I was like, we talked about people in the industry and how like being famous within the industry. It's kind of like, have you guys seen the movie waiting with Ryan yes. Reynolds way back in the day? Of course. Where, um, the new kid like goes off on everybody at the party and he's like, yeah. and you, you're the coolest guy at the restaurant. Like, and he's, he's basically, I mean, he says something very like disparaging about people with autism, but like, he's basically was just like, Oh, like being the coolest person in this venue isn't actually cool. It's just cool within its own little sphere. So it, I think as, as like kind of nihilistic as that sounds, I feel like it also is kind of worth it to stop and say like, yeah, there's life outside of this industry. So sure. like, yes, do this and admire people's work and and love on, you know, social media when you can. But like as soon as it starts to turn toxic, I think it's helpful to have that personal side of things to be like, oh, let me look at photos of puppies and like someone's new house and like all the happy stuff that you actually care about. Yeah. It's funny. So the new mute feature, the newer mute feature, oh, I, I use it. it. So I, so I started it because I'm like, what am I looking at? I don't know why I'm following half of these people. Like, I don't want to be rude and like unfollow oh, them mute. and like burn any bridges. But so I mute things. Oh my things. god, Rachel, your mind It's amazing. To open. <laughs> Interesting. And so now I literally see things only from the people I want to see. But also when I get on, I typically won't even scroll. It's stories are my thing, and then I will search for like my like ten people that I actually. And friends, you know what I mean? I'm close yeah, yeah, industry yeah. friends. I'll search for you and I'll search for like sweets by you. shout out time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Krista Norman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
shout out to Sugar Rex. What up, brand. Yeah, so like I'll search for these TV people and like comment on their stuff, but typically in in hopes again to also just see them more on my feed. But really, that's kind of that's interesting because I I don't follow people that I don't care. Like I, I've basically been sort of ruthless in the fact that like lately, if I'm following someone and I just post stuff I don't like, I just unfollow them. Yeah. No, no, for me too. But when we started out, I I mean, you know what it was like, just like networking to build your business like sphere. So you're, you're, oh, you know, the follow for a follow bullshit. And like, that's how I got to, you know, be following 1500 people or 20, you know, whatever. Like 2000 people. Well, I'm working on my departure and like becoming a hermit. So like the more I. We'll do it together. I love that idea. It's perfect. Detach entirely. Um, (laughs) So I want to go back though, Kerr, really quickly. You said that you post every day at 830 and you don't use a scheduling app. So that means that every morning at 830, you're basically sitting down, writing a caption. No, that's already written for me. So you can save drafts on Instagram. So you save your drafts. And then just post like, it at 8.30. Yeah, that's Interesting. It. It's the same thing as using like a paid app. But you're just doing it through Instagram. So yeah. how long do you think you spend every day doing, or cumulatively in a week, doing Instagram stuff? Oh, great cue. Um, it probably, I mean, I love writing. Mm-hmm. It does just like flow right out of me. Um, so it probably takes me like 10 minutes to write a post, tag all the vendors, and then I have hashtags saved in my phone. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like that's a, that's probably on the higher end, like mm-hmm. maybe 10 minutes if I'm doing like more than one. Sure, sure. Like the ones where you can stack them so and ten have 10 minutes, images. So 10 minutes a day, you post on the weekend too? Yeah, okay. seven days a week. So 10 minutes a day. So, so a little like bit over 70 an, minutes per week. Right, so a little over an hour mm-hmm. a week for social media, which I think I think is actually good, especially if you're, good. if you're getting clients from Instagram. Yeah. That's the thing that I always kind of want to refer back to is like people all the time are like, oh, I just hate doing this. It takes so long. I can't sit down and do it. And it's like, yes, it does take time, but anything that you really need to do well is going to take time. It's going to take that investment of time. So like the fact that you spend a little bit over an hour doing that, but you're getting clients from right. that, that's a return on investment of your time. An hour a week, if if I could sit down on my computer and answer hours for a week and get a new client every time I did that, fabulous. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I think that that's actually a really good tangible way to kind of calculate, hey, this is how much I'm investing in this, but I'm also getting... Right. A lot back from but it. are you also investing like a little bit of time to go back and respond to like people Absolutely. that comment? Yeah. Cause that's like, I think my biggest pet peeve about Instagram is where people think that they can just be hit post and, and be done and leave. Sure. And then people that are like actually taking the time to comment, like then they just kind of ghost them and that. That just drives me nuts. So, see, I feel like people that do that probably aren't very successful with Instagram right. that because you're posting and like you wouldn't think so, but I feel like you see it a lot on like bigger groups or bigger companies. Okay, but like famous people still go through and or even if it's not them, they have somebody that goes through right. and likes all their comments. Right. So, like, I'm sorry if you're too big to do whatever that's what I'm Instagram, saying. Yeah, you see it a lot. You need to sit down. <laughs> like, if Rihanna can like my comment, then you can sit the fuck down. Oh, basically. did you feel famous? I don't think it was Rihanna. I forget who it was, but there was like there's a couple famous people that I've like commented things on and you never like, know you get the one likes. time Katie Couric responded to something that I like tagged her Amazing. in I was like she's my dream and some, Amazing. someone responded from her camp so I don't know if it was Katie uh, I herself mean, like I'll bow down to the queen it could have been do you know yeah. about our run-in with Montel Williams no <laughs> I kind of got into like a weird thing with Montel she did on, on our Instagram page Great. Great. well I first I I took a video of him at the Ritz in DC when I was leaving a walkthrough and he caught me and gave me like an evil eye so then we were talking about it on the podcast Podcast, and we we talked we posted about it and someone tagged him and he was like um what the fuck's going on and I was like oopsies and he was like I feel like maybe I should have like what do you say he was like I feel like maybe you're gonna like leave me a box of dead roses on my doorstep yeah something <laughs> really like, really cryptic so the joke Amazing. is basically that Montel and I are gonna get married great love it but see sometimes I it works so there you go Katie so yeah, I'm gonna buy his CBD oil Montel. too I forgot yeah. about that see? Do great that. you see? never know um yeah. and I think it's important to note that n- a lot of people want to be famous, which I think Instagram has given a platform for people to think mm. like maybe it could be me. And I know a lot of like – I do work with kids a lot. And mm-hmm. when I ask them what they want to do when they grow up, they're like, I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a generation that's growing up now. Like our kids go home and they don't watch like cartoons and they don't put on Nickelodeon. They're going home and they're watching people stream video games or they're watching people do makeup tutorials. And I think that, I mean, it can be a lucrative business, but I think that people need a wake up call that you can't just expect to post and become famous. Sure. 
Um, well, you gotta put the work in. Yeah. I mean, how many, like, isn't Justin Bieber famous from YouTube? I don't I think, know. I think so. I think he was Yeah, I think he posted videos or his parents posted videos right. of him. But also, there. but he's how like many, a crazy talent. But also, how, but <laughs> yeah. he's crazy talent. But also, how many videos, how many nights did he sit at home practicing in front of the computer, editing his videos, uploading them? Like, how and he was much like time, seven. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, whatever. Seven year olds have a ton of energy. Um, and all the time to, in the world. All the fucking time. Like, what else was he going to do? <laughs> Nothing but to ask. Speaking of which, I think uh, not Jose Villa, who's the other one? Some other person just um, shot shot his like engagement photos the only reason i know was is it because, annie Leibovitz? oh yeah they, look they really just good. posted a bunch of spread of um them on vanity fair and i was like no they did like a little though yeah i know and he looked actually really really good really for you justin think, bieber right for justin bieber yeah. um did you see the little carter brother got a face tattoo i love that oh. no you've got like mike tyson like, i was gonna say mike tyson it's, face it's tattoo? a Aaron carter it's rihanna going like this like Shh. the snake i'm not kidding you've got to look it up yeah it's aaron carter well he's the, none of the carter brothers doing very i'm good really lately. digressing here i feel um, like we should know this is what this it, podcast bring it on we have like three more tangents to go before we get back into talking about justin bieber where it's like we're so was like he's the most beautiful man on Are you the talking planet, about the, the and gas someone station? and someone was like, um, "There are literally six of the exact same man at your local gas station right now." That's and I was true, like, "One hundred percent." Also, Aaron Carter, one hundred percent. Did you not see that, that? guy? Can is I on see that? so Wild. much crack cocaine. Do you remember? Do you guys ever watch like Food Network? No, never. Never? Yeah, I'm kidding. Yes, okay. Always. Do you remember when he was on like celebrity, uh, whatever? Celebrity chef. Not something? celebrity chef, but like Food Network star celebrity version. No. He looked sick as fuck. Well, he looks like sick he looks right like and not not sick as fucking a cool way. Yeah, he sick looks bro. like sick we're as, going sick. No, no, sick as fucking as in like I Ill. as in like, like he's on like recovering from no, Ill. like a methadone clinic. Yeah, what is he? Sure, what sure, was sure, he sure. on? Was he on heroin? Because he looks like heroin. so. Here's the thing with this though, he looks like a villain from a Batman movie. Uh, that's what he wants you to think of him. Don't give him that. You he don't like, look like a villain from the Batman like a movie. He looks from Baltimore County. I went to middle school with like six of these. I date. They're not. I don't know if they. You dated to Aaron this. Carter. Uh, no, I'm starting that rumor. Did you take your first sip of alcohol at twelve <laughs> with Aaron Carter? Listen, not everybody needs to know my business, Linny. You already the, said that on um, the podcast, Rachel. I mean, I what know. was the? He had like block party. What was that song? Oh yeah. Were you the inspo, Rach? I was. Yes, I was. Party over here. Listen, Aaron, <laughs> hit me up. It's fine. We can talk. Um, no. Ugh. Yeah. Why would you get a face? That's like he's way blonde. So he's just, weird to get honestly. I'd be okay with a face, face on your face if he wasn't so blonde. If he wasn't so blonde, Rachel, will you get a face tattoo of me on your face? Sure. The only reason I brought that up even in the first place was we <laughs> went from tattoos to tattoos. But I did hear the analogy recently that like deciding to have a kid or having a kid is like getting a face tattoo. Yeah, it's you like have a to decision be you cannot undo. Yeah, I can. Speak you kind of have to be okay to live on with that. that. <laughs> yeah, tell us about it, Lily. What do you want to know it's about been that? Your face tattoo. No, I thought <laughs> my whole face. I thought about and that. Face tattoo. I did think about like that's a. Per- I think that that's. There is no going back. We're off on a tangent now, but like you know, I think for such a long time. Would I say three tangents before we get back? We're sure. almost there. This we're almost there. We're one. almost yeah. there. Number two. Like basically, like women were supposed to like reproduce produce that was our jobs for so long and so now the fact that women are like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on i'm going to have a child but like let me figure out when i want to do that mm-hmm. is like we're at this weird precipice of like women are finally taking more control like of their autonomy mm-hmm. and it's like magical well you know that like the economy like people are economists are freaking out about the fact that like we are not populating enough there's too many people in Amen. the world already thank so you agree which economist is talking about that because no. i'm gonna write them a very short letter it was like letter. a huge i think it was even like in time or something it was like a big big to do about how they weren't saying it was a bad thing they're just saying that like it is happening it is happening we need to cut back significantly for millions what is that, of that the right truth says the, we need there's to too many people yeah there's too many people on this planet we need a new play yeah to do 100% that's why I'm bringing it back. I told you full circle. Now Billy and I, like, yeah. So it's so funny when we got married. We were talking about kids and how I'm really weird. I have this weird thought about like I don't want to like replace us with more than kids that can replace. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. like we would mm-hmm. only have two kids max to replace yes, us and on I think the that's earth. Good. We're not going to probably have two kids. Mm-hmm. It's probably just going to be Finn because mm-hmm. he's. Mm-hmm. Thrown us for a loop. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I think that's a reasonable, like, expectation to have versus you have, I don't know, Kurt, do you have any siblings? Um, I have four sisters. See? And how do you feel about big families? Um, you love them, I'm GBD. sure. Yeah. No, I mean, there are, 
Three of them are half sisters. They're lovely. Actually, two of them are coming to visit. There you go. Yay. Yay. So that's awesome. Yeah. So my dad was married before. Had two girls. Yeah. Remarried my mom. She said she didn't want kids. JK. He had two Oopsies. more, and then accidentally had one more child with. Um, my now stepmom. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that um, sounds familiar. And they're all mm-hmm. girls, and he's this like big army dude, and never wanted kids, and now he has all the all girls. Isn't that interesting? All the girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But see, I think our generation is now more into like dogs. Really into well, dogs, dogs. like family planning and yes. like thinking yeah. about the future. Oh, we're I'm all sitting, in our heads. Yeah, sure. I'm sitting here like, well, if I don't recycle this yogurt container, is my kid gonna have an earth to like yeah. grow up on? Like, yeah. Yeah. like legitimately, that's the type well, of I think, I think our, about. I think our generation is just becoming woke about that, but yeah. then like the generation below us is yeah. like, nah. Fuck this. Right. This is what you left us with. Right. They're the ones that are really like the climate activists. Right. They're like the Greta, what's her last name? Greta Thurnberg. Thurnberg. Yeah. Thurnberg. Like they're Power like those, those kids that are like, oh, wait a second. You guys were sleeping for like century and now it's time to wake up. And, and we have to and clean like, up your fucking mess. Yeah. Great. Which I'm like, respect. I know. I totally am all about it. I'm so, just so that was tangent number three. Great. So and we're, we're back. back. Do you uh, post your kid on social media? So I do because okay. I think he's a big part of my life and yeah. like a big part of my story as to why I am the way I am. So I don't shy away from that. Yeah, sure. And I don't think you should. It's it's authentic. No, it's funny. I mean, I think so many people are afraid to kind of bring that personal side into their business, and I just think personally yeah. that's a mistake because well, I think people are afraid that's who I am because they're afraid of like stranger danger. But like, as sure. long as you're parenting your child, right. you don't have to worry about. Something somebody like looking at a photo of your kid on Instagram. Right. I'm, I'm not like putting all of his details up there. Like sure. People know his first name. Come visit us. Come at. visit us. Right. <laughs> like this is my home address. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there are creepers, but like they're going to be people. There have always been shitty people always. and creepers even before the internet was a thing and mm-hmm. they would still find kids and yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And as long as you're not being negligent, I feel no. like you're fine. Like I came out yesterday when I got my meatball sub. I, I tied Bear up outside Is that your baby? The meatball well, sub? Well, Bear is my baby, but the meatball sub was also my baby. But I tied him up outside just right outside the restaurant to order and as I was ordering there was like a man that was like standing near him and I was That's like bear juggle strangers bear juggle strangers and I walked out and he was this like gruff big Russian dude and I walked out and I was like uh hi and he was like I was watching your dog for you and I was like uh what he was like I was watching your dog and I was like oh um Thank you. That's and then I was like, I should take a photo of Either this Either you're like a case. really nice human being or... Or, or he was yeah. going to kidnap my dog. Right. I, TBD, because I, I did, he didn't... The story I mean, did left. not unfold. It didn't that day, but I mean, who knows? But you never know. Again. People are just shitty and they're going to be shitty whether or not they have... And not all Russians are like in the mob. Not all of them. I don't think I really... Most of them. Do I know anybody from Russia? I know a few Russians. I, I don't remember, think I do. I think I... I might. I might. I, <laughs> I think I actually accidentally invited the part of the Russian mafia to a Halloween party at my house in Baltimore one did year. Did they come? They did. And they sat on the, <laughs> on the in the back porch wearing all black, like all black leather jackets, just smoking cigarettes. And everyone was like, hey, Rachel, are those like guys on your back porch? I was like, oh, that's Gore and his like buddies. And they were like... <laughs> that's a glimpse into uh, your 30s. Right. <laughs> Get ready yeah. for leather and oh, cigs. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, okay. So that's the last tangent. Um, yeah. I think it is difficult to balance between how much to show of yeah. your actual life and yeah. like the persona well, you want to This put is a on. good, maybe we go into this point. So balancing everything. Yeah, sure. So like, I think it's important for my brand to be balanced, not only business, but a little bit of personal. And then mm-hmm. of course I have my other Instagram that's like all personal, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So what have you found that's been kind of successful for you in that um, aspect? So I can speak to what I do, but in general, right. I definitely want to make it known that whatever, whoever you are, you need to do what works for your business. So for me, I came from the culture of like, you need to show your face and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. write introductions. And like, if you want to book your brand, people need to book you and see your face. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll post my face once a week, whatever. But I'm also a person that I love for you to know what I'm doing. Like I'm a hella open book. You can sure. ask me about the darkest times of my life and I'll tell you over like you know zero glasses of wine or two bottles it doesn't matter um so I'm very open and I like that about me and I like my couples to know that about me yeah However, that's not how everyone does it, and you can be successful not doing it that way. Sure. Mm-hmm. A really gorgeous wedding photographer in our area, Laura Gordon, does mm-hmm. not show her face on her Instagram. She sh- shoots these beautiful, stately, painterly, European-esque weddings that are, like, shot on film and super moody, and you don't see her being like, hi, I like lattes, and my favorite color is, like, auburn, and these are all <laughs> of my animals, and these are their names, and this is my family, and, like, she doesn't do that. She doesn't need to. 
So you can be successful showing or not showing. It's really your personal choice. Mm -hmm. And whatever you decide to do, like the universe is cool with that. For me, I like to show my face because I am in your face. Yeah. (laughs) Also, yeah, go ahead, Rachel. No, I was just going to say, I think that like – Especially with how personal it is at what we of what we do, mm-hmm. I I believe your face has to be somewhere. Like yeah. maybe not on your Instagram once a week if you're not comfortable with it, but it has to be on your website or it has to be on your email signature somewhere because there's a level of impersonality when it comes to the internet and mm-hmm. this digital age that we're in. And for clients to basically see our faces and put a name to our face, I think is so important. So while I think that I agree with you, I think that some people just don't want to put their face on social media. That's okay. I think that that needs to be somewhere out there in the world because otherwise people are just, you're a nameless, faceless corporation. Yeah. And I think it works, like you said, like for maybe for Laura, that works for her because her clients maybe are just more interested in her stunning work. Sure. Whereas like for me, me personally, like if I'm looking through somebody's feed, I, I want to know who these people are, yeah. but that's going to be different for every single person. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, say I'm, I'm a newly engaged person looking for like a really fine art photographer and like maybe I would fall in love with somebody who didn't have their photo on there, but maybe it would be really important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, otherwise, but I think it just depends on each person. So I think that's nice that you kind of put that out there. I think so many people are so afraid to go against what's expected. Yeah. And I think that's probably why a lot of people feel like it is work. Like, okay, well, it's Friday. Better put my my Friday introduction Mm -hmm. up. And I think that those prompts were really, really helpful for people that just didn't either A, have the content or B, know how to start doing social media. But I feel like if you are in this industry for long enough, you should have enough content and enough stuff to kind of discuss to be able to post things that are genuine. Because if you if you just use prompts, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But if you just use prompts, it also feels artificial to me. Sure. You know, like I tried to do the whole like today I'm posting something green and I was just like, this is garbage. Oh I no, that's such a good point. Because there's a, I think we all know, I'm not going to say this person's name. She, no, someone. I'm not. Because she's a very influential podcaster and photographer, not in her area, but she like, yeah, do you yeah. know who I'm talking about? Anyway, so yeah. she talks about her, it's like her own magical plan for, for Instagram. And she tells you to pick out five different things that you like rotate every single week. I think that works. Again, I think that Kerr's point is like, is very valid. Whatever yeah. works for you, right. find what works well, for you. that's the thing. I, and, and, and I'm not saying that there's a bad thing. I just think it's not going to work for everybody. No. So I think it's really important for people listening to know that like that might look good for somebody else. Yeah. And like you can try it and if it doesn't work for you, don't stick with it. No. Find something else. Yeah. If I had to stick with five things consistently yeah. every week, I'd like, I would shit. What five categories can I pick? Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> here's my dinner. Here's my kid. Here are my weddings. Here's my fit. You know what I mean? Here's but like, hair. nobody gives a shit about half that stuff. See, I, well, at least okay. for me, like the so, stuff that I would pick out. So I will say, I'm going to play devil's advocate to that. Please though. do. I think that the things that are, mo- I, and I tell this to my couples too, I think the things that you care most about and are most important to you and you love, people do respond really Oh, no, well sure. To. I think what my point was, is just that having to be forced to, to pick a category sure. and like just being like, I don't no. know, like I'm just going to do this as a category when no. it's not something that's personal. Um, being that, forced to do anything is not right. my job. So I just it's, think it's, it's like puts additional pressure. Thing. So it could work very well for some people. But yeah. I think the the beauty of it is that it doesn't have to work for you. And that's yeah. kind of a, a blessing in disguise sure. because it allows you to do what you need to do that's true to you and your business. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So Kurt, do you, when you post to Instagram, do you also post to Facebook? Do you like no. just double up or do you do you separate? No. Do, you, do, you, do you post to Facebook? Yeah, I was going to ask um, you. Okay, great. You want to know? Uh, (laughs) So if you are posting to both, you're basically cutting your, I don't want to like, it's not that much of a science, but you're like cutting your likes in half is what I like to say, because no one's going to go to your Facebook and your Instagram and like both because then they're going to seem like a creeper. So if you're going to post to one, post to one, don't post to both. Unless it's Rachel Rice who likes both of my my posts. That's adorable. Um, No. So I have two very different contents because two different people live on Facebook and live on Instagram. On Instagram, I post the like look at this bouquet, this is how this was inspired, or like, this is part of my mm-hmm. life, or whatever mm-hmm. I want to show you. And then the only thing I use Facebook for is next day sneak peeks. So I shoot a wedding, I go back, I cull through like 40 images that I think tell the story best. Why 40? Because Facebook only allows 40. Interesting. Um, and so I'll pick like a getting ready detail snap, maybe her putting on her shoes, or him putting on his bow tie, uh, what have you, a cheers picture, a couple portraits, like just just 40 like if you were going to choose 40 to like frame or whatever those Mm -hmm. are the 40 that are going up and then I'll put those on Facebook and I will tag the vendors and because the next day the couple when they wake up 
they want to like change their Facebook profile picture or yeah. like do whatever, they're going to look at your post and share it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Smart. is the most eyes you are ever going to get on your wedding unless it gets published in a big magazine um, mm, because smart. people care only for a short amount of time sure, because everything sure. is, is instantaneous that now. So, That's yeah. actually yeah. very true. I remember back when I first started, I was I, I did that. I basically posted like a bunch of photos that I took at the wedding because sure. I didn't have the professional like sneak peeks yet. And it it really was like the most at that time the most engagement I'd ever and gotten. it always will be it doesn't because matter if it's a people. phone picture it just <laughs> yeah. matters if it's are you first yes. that's why people yeah. even take their stupid phones out at weddings is yeah. because they assume like oh they're gonna need a picture for tomorrow just to like sure. look over and yeah. I'm like dude put it away I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. like literally 24 hours later the worst yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they think they're doing a service which right. like I totally get and like sometimes it's for like. You know, I have a terrible memory and, like, the grandpa's afraid he's not going to see the pictures. He doesn't have Facebook. Like, I get it. Whatever. Bring your iPad, dude. I don't care. But the very next day, fine, I'm gonna take it iPad. if the couple shares it, that's when all their friends are going to look. And if they like yeah. the pictures, they're going to say, oh, who shot that wedding? Or yeah. they're going to comment on it. Or like an aunt's going to crawl out of Facebook from the woodwork and be like, congratulations. Sorry, I missed yeah. it. So like yeah. family hangs out on Facebook. Older women, that's older true. men hang yeah. out on Facebook and they're going to share it. And they've got that's you know, true. nieces, nephews, kids, that's whatever. That's a really, really good point. I, I, was, I always just share to Facebook because I'm lazy, but like... It's funny because I've neglected Facebook and I love Facebook as a platform. I love communicating on it. Um, And that's why, again, Krista and I were talking about making like a Facebook group because I can have like my clients on there and everything else. I mean, I think my page right now is fine, but I like the concept of being able to like type a little blurb about the wedding day and like all the fun, like the fun and the funny behind the scenes stuff that happens. Like that's the stuff that people want to remember and want to hear about. And I think being able to post that on a Facebook post, that's more the, the venue for that versus Instagram. Instagram's for pretty photos. Facebook is for like storytelling and like connections. Well, that's, I mean, it's, connection right like that's the biggest thing so there's a photographer Rebecca Murray um I'm sure you guys are gonna love her when she um so of course she started up a really fantastic dress company Virginia Dare Dress Co um what three years ago I think she just hit her anniversary congratulations um but she actually photographed my vow renewal and as soon as we became clients you know of her she like popped us into this new Facebook group and it's literally just for her past clients and it's travel based which is really Mm -hmm. interesting so it wasn't so much about like um, weddings, weddings but it was, you know, keeping her relevant, but also like we were pinging, you know, off of each other, like, Hey, we're going to Scotland. We're going mm-hmm. to Ireland. Any recommendations? But it was like this cute little community network of people yeah. that, you know, we She's were really good at that. Really smart on her end, you know, like I, three years early. Like, you know as what I mean? As a person, she likes doing that too. Like she yeah. brings people together for like picnics or whatever. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not in my blood see, sure. to I, host that. See, right. I actually love that because I love to host things. Right. And I think that there needs to be like a safe little microcosm of of yes. the internet where people can go and talk about things and not feel a like they're gonna be attacked by some crazy random troll and then but also be like people that want to talk about their weddings we're gonna talk about like fun stuff having a space where they don't feel like they're being too much mm-hmm. you know i think that's like a such a smart thing yeah. to have and it also keeps her relevant for like things in the future i mean i'm not saying that's why she sure. did it but like well, it keeps in you know it keeps yeah it keeps you in front of people and then you know it's just it's yeah, like you said, it's safe and it's comfortable and it's somewhere you're not going to get judged. So mm-hmm. I think there is still a lot of value in, in a platform me, like though, Facebook. I think if I'm worried about a comment being judged, I'm not going to put it on the internet, whether that's Facebook or, that's you know, because you're media. a logical human being. You just you. offline <laughs> and you talk to someone else. I don't even want to yes. text things that I'm unsure about. No. I'm like, I'm not putting it in writing. Then it's your word mm, versus mine right. if I said something crazy. Yeah, what's that like? Yeah, <laughs> the only thing that I really use Facebook for other than that is I love sarcasm and I love memes mm-hmm. so there's a group oh, yeah. called lovers of photography plus the office and Ooh. it's just like perfect office memes plus photo stuff love it you know i think most of the things i follow are all niche. meme pages it has yeah. to be yeah yeah uh-huh. that's I the follow, only thing that brings me joy i follow all of my podcasts like in groups i'm in all the smart nice. the podcasts that i follow I didn't think about that yeah it's fun because it's like you're into similar things like-minded obviously. people sure yeah mm-hmm. and so it's interesting because again, I was talking to Chris about this. It was like, yeah, I feel like I want my clients to, cause there's, there's a lot of times when I've been like, oh my God, this couple totally reminds me of this couple. Mm-hmm. They would so get along. And I, I want to be like the matchmaker of you guys should be friends, but like, there's not a natural way to do that. Right. So having a Facebook group might even be a good way to kind of introduce people and let them kind of interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Cause I just think it's all about like bringing good people together. Cause you know, sure. That's, the goal that's what life. life's about. Yeah. I think in general though, I, 
this business for me is super lonely at times because sure. you're, you know, there's t- days where I don't talk to anyone yeah. but my husband because you work at home and then you sure. work on weekends and then you're editing or what have you. So for me, it's super important to get offline actually um, and spend time like in the real world and yes. like create moments with people. Yes. Like I actually watched The Bachelor with two of my past oh, brides <laughs> and I'm like, you guys actually would weirdly get along. Do you all want to watch The Bachelor? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why not? And now they're both pregnant at the same time. Aww. And they're the, the, both amazing, like redheads, That's and we cutest. just like all chat, and it's my favorite. I, love that. Yeah. I think, I think that there's something to be said with like, ba- we Lenny said balance. I, like I do think that like doing being intentional with your social media presence, but also being intentional in your real life is so important. Yes. Like Krista, when she was down visiting the other day, we like walked to this little bookstore. Um, there was these little old ladies that the golden girls that were running it and they invited bear inside. She gave him like way too many treats, which I suffered through later. Um, but, but they were just so lovely. And like, her name was Barbara. She was talking about Edgar Allan Poe. She was like, here's a tote bag. Like, just bring it back whenever you come back, you'll be back. Like, and that was just like such a magical little quiet moment that I didn't like put on Instagram, sure. but it felt good. And then like that kind of recharged my batteries to then go back onto the internet Mm -hmm. and like the world of social media and then like get inspired about other things. You know, I think it's, I think whether it's having bachelor night with your past brides or, you know, spending time with your kid or having these magical little moments, like all of that stuff, I think it's, it's just really important to separate what's going on in your life and like not, and I'm saying this for me, not for anybody else, but to not have to document every single moment because I'm infamous at just like whipping out my phone and doing things. And I've been really good lately, um, especially with my travel at like not putting everything on the internet because I can enjoy it in the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's mine. Like it's not something that I'm doing for anybody else. It's something I do for myself. And I think that that's like a good just something that's handy to know. Like you don't have to put everything out there. You should put some things out there, but like also still keep those special moments and just be present for them. Well, Kurt, you you brought it up earlier in the episode talking about how like, hey, I know you went to the beach and saw your, you know, photos of (laughs) your lattes, but honestly, like how many of us really look through all of these, you know, these photos and really stay like entertained by them? So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's such a good point to like, try to just be more present and maybe that will make it feel less like a job too. So even if you're supposed to just be enjoying it and you're still taking all of these photos to like put on there, that still ends up being, you know, more of a process than it should be. I just like being able to have something that's your, that's your own and being like, when you do have a conversation, conversation with somebody, them being surprised, you know, by something, like you said, it's, it's like every day that like I did a wedding for a girl that I went to high school with uh, a couple months back and she's so, so, so sweet, but like, like, there's a couple girls, of course, that I also went to high school with there. And I was like, hey, it's so good to see you. And I wanted to be like, what's new with you? But, like, I see everything yeah, on right. Facebook. So, like, it's not really – it just feels no, it feels weird to just be like, hey, like, what's going on? What's new? Like, I know you have children. I know their names. I know that they're in <laughs> fifth grade. You know, like, yeah. all these little weird things you already know. So keeping just something close to the chest mm-hmm. and something that really is, like, your own personal thing I think is another good way to, like – not be just burned out by social yeah. media and everything. For me, the whole reason that I take pictures in the first place, I don't know if you guys know this about me, I have a terrible memory. I don't know what happened. Ooh. I was dropped when I was younger, but I don't know if that's what it is. But yeah. I just don't have a good memory. Like my best sure. friend's birthdays, I got nothing. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Like I have to write like our anniversary in my phone or I will forget it. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a memory. So for me, pictures are a way of remembering what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Same. social media is almost a journal of my life. Same, Same thing with like why I blog my couples. I want to remember like what I felt really emotionally attached to. Like it yeah. is for them, yes, but it's like largely for me because Absolutely. I don't remember. Like I, no, don't, I can't remember all of my weddings last year, mm-hmm. not because I don't love them or they didn't stick with me, but I need that visual cue to help sure, me. So sure. yeah. that is important and I, I rely on that so heavily. But my husband actually, I'll bring him up again. He'll be so embarrassed. Um, is a really good gut check about social media and about posting. Like we went to Paris, I don't know, like three years ago and I brought my Instax camera. Mm. I brought, um, I think my GoPro at the time was like super into GoPros. I <laughs> uh, brought my film camera and then I had my phone. So that's four cameras that I had on me. And every like historic stop because sure. I'd been, been to Paris before but it, like I hadn't been with Ben so I was super excited and by the time we got to La Durée he's like I'm I'm over this if you take one yeah. more picture I'm going to freak out because it's all I was doing he's yeah. like are you even enjoying the moment and I had to stop and be like wow I guess like 
I'm overdoing this and I'm not like experiencing it as mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second creepiest thing that's ever happened <laughs> that I was like, oh my God, I need to stop. Um, I shouldn't say creepy. It was just like interesting. Uh, so Ben was in his job, like working at, I think, MicroStrategy at the time and like got into a elevator and was going down and he was in the elevator with the girl and she looks at him. And she goes, are you Kurt Tubin's husband? What? It's like amazing. Yes, and she's like, "Oh my god, I follow her on Instagram. I like love your love well, her he's work." Like, he's a famous Insta husband. He's now. a yeah, he's an Insta husband. <laughs> and that that like he kind of joked about. But and, that like, is was, a little creepy. It was cool. Like yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, for me, I was like hella flattered and so excited. But he doesn't love being on my right. Instagram all yeah, the time. And right. like, I do ask him now before I post things, like, "Hey, babe, is this okay?" And like, anytime I take a picture, even if it's just for me, like, if he's like nude on a cruise, he's like, "That's not going on Instagram." <laughs> right. 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 I'm like, no. So like, I do ask his permission now because it felt a little like I don't know, like taking and yeah. like almost using like that exploitation right. a little bit. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. interesting. Uh-huh. Well, it's funny. We, we just came from a planner lunch, a planner's luncheon, and there was another planner who was fantastic, Angelica mm-hmm. Laws. Yeah. Um, I had never met her, but we knew, of course, each other through, you know, of course, Instagram, yeah. where else? And she's like, oh, I recognize your face from the internet. And I was like, that's such a, like, interesting what thing to say. I, I what a world. I don't think it's weird at all now No, I don't think it's weird. Because it's just like, every, like, I, but there Part, like a, part of me was like, yay, like that's so yeah. exciting. But like I could understand where if I wasn't voluntarily putting my face out there, oh, sure. maybe yes. it would be really weird. I yeah. think that's the thing yeah. that Ben was like not in control. Like he doesn't even have social media. I will say I did – the only time I had a weird thing was one – it was like October. I love so like I have a favorite snack for every season. My favorite October snack is chocolate chunk pumpkin muffins. Um, <laughs> FYI, and in case anybody wants to bake them for me. But I remember I placed like a special order at this restaurant of like a tray of chocolate chunk pumpkin muffins because I didn't feel like baking them. And it was like six six or seven months later. I went to a different cafe, and I walked in, and the girl behind the register. Or no, it was like a. No, it was at a gas station. I walked in. The girl behind the gas station counter was like, chocolate chunk pumpkin muffins. And I was like, sorry, what? And she was like, you came into the cafe that I used to work at six months ago and you ordered a tray of chocolate chunk pumpkin what? muffins. And I'll always remember that about you because it was just like such a like special, unique order that no one had ever ordered. And I just always will remember your face. And I was like, cool, I'm the chocolate chunk pumpkin muffin girl. That's, but that's right. like that's like little weird things like that are usually how people remember me. My yeah. food choices, my bizarre food choices, <laughs> not oh in gosh. weddings. That's. I don't know how I'd respond to that. But like, I was yup. like, I was <laughs> really make sh- That is, I was really yeah, like shocked at first. Do you have like, some for me? <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you have some by the Have counter? you been waiting for me for six best. months? Sure. Yeah, maybe bake a fresh batch at that point. Um. Anyways, guys, I think that that kind of covers a lot of. I mean, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, for, this has been spectacular. Yeah. I think that you've given us. A lot of really great insight, especially into the Instagram thing. I think it's it's one of those things that people don't they don't talk about it. They just do it because right. like, we have to. But like really dissecting that and picking apart kind of how um, how it works and really how to be best at it, but also how to maintain your sanity at it is really important. So yeah. thank you for shedding some light on mm-hmm. that. Of course, yeah. um, we appreciate that. Infuse the joy, guys. Yes. And I always love seeing your face. Of course, face to face time. It's what I'm all about. It's my favorite. I, Even I just saw you. Where did I see you? A hot second ago. Where did I see you? Agape's beauty. Oh, yeah. Beauty bash. Another shout out. soiree. Yeah. Man, we've got a lot of, like, industry events We're lately. trying to be super yeah. social because all of us are feeling <laughs> burnt out and yeah. lonely. And so yeah. we're like, yeah. be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Please um, be my friend. So anyways, if, uh, if our guests want to – or no, if our listeners, you're a guest – um, I'm going to figure out these words eventually. No, sure. If our That's listeners cool. want to find you um, online, website, social media, give us all the details. Roll out the red carpet. Sure. Um, so you can find me at Kurtuben. I spell my last name with a number. So it is K-I-R, the number two, and B-E-N. Fun fact, that was my wedding hashtag. Mm-hmm. TBT 2016, what wedding hashtags were cool. I also love cool. that Ben's name is Ben Tubin. It's yeah, Ben Tubin. Um, so that's where it came from. If you remember like Justin Two Kelly from like American Idol. Oh my God. That was the inspo. <laughs> Fun fact. Shut up, I hate it. Yeah, and it's too late to change it because oh it's in God. all my branding. I love it. I'm not going to. So yeah, Kerr, the number two, and Ben. Instagram, Pinterest, everything. Yeah, that's me. Facebook and a website, curtubed.com. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Love it. <laughs> Fabulous. Consistent. Linny, yes. if our 
listeners oh, want right, to I find us. Pumped up. Pumped up. On Instagram. Instagram. Where can they find us? Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. No help on this. No help. So successes. Perfect. Yeah. I didn't and say at, at Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Well, Did you're so, really? Or oh, should, I'll, every time. We always every say time like I dot up. com or we say like effed up successes. We're do like, you spell effed up for your listeners? We yes. do. It's okay. E-F-F-E-D. Good. E-F-F-E-D. Because yeah. when I think effed, I think F, F apostrophe D, yeah. which no. like isn't the look. It's not chic it's enough. No. If you're listening to this, it's in the title of our goddamn <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Just copy, use your eyes. Copy and paste. <laughs> use your eyeballs. We are also on... Facebook. Facebook. And I have no idea what it is. I think it's just up successes. successes. Mm-hmm. And then you can totally send us love letters if you want through Gmail. Effed up successes. At Gmail. Gmail.com. Yeah. Um, make sure that you are l- subscribing to us. Yes. Make sure that you are rating us. Really important. Um, we love you forever for doing it. And uh, make sure you stay tuned for our next episode next week. We love you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Kurt, thank you so Thanks, much. Kurt. We adore you. Um, I can't wait to stare lovingly into your eyes after this. You're the best. And uh, thank you again. Of course. All right. Bye, everybody.